0: In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An I.D. true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on I.D. and stream on Max.
1: Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, Ikea. Ikea knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why Ikea makes affordable wardrobe organizers Underbed storage and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess so IKEA makes storage affordable
0: You deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount.
2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there.
0: Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
0: I am all in.
1: With Scott Patterson
0: and iHeartRadio podcast. Here we are.
1: Um, I'm your host Scott
0: Patterson, and this is I Am All In podcast on iHeartRadio. We are gonna break down Love and Warren Snow. What an episode! What an episode! I mean, you talk. I mean, there are episodes, and then there are episodes. But this was an episode. My heart
2: the- broke for oh. you. My heart actually broke for you.
0: Am I that good? Did I get you?
2: yes oh yes. yes it was it was,
0: I it, it was effective felt it. yes i know oh. i did too i did too oh. but you know technically you're not supposed to feel it that much you're supposed to let the audience feel it because if you're feeling it too much then you take away all that feeling from them
2: yeah well i was the audience Thank you. i am the audience and give, i felt it
0: you can't give too much yeah you gotta hold back the old saying is in theater, if you feel 70%, what is it? If you feel 70% show 50, if you feel 100% show 70, if you feel more than that, just go home. <laughs> Maybe it's the other way around. I think, I think I screwed, I, you got to reverse that, something like that.
2: Is that to avoid overacting, yes. as they say?
0: Yes, because then if, if, if you're up on stage and you're just, you know, it, it, you're dramaing all over the place, then the audience mm-hmm. doesn't get sucked in they're sort of put off by it cuz it's too much. You want to you want them to lean in.
2: Well, it worked in this because in that scene mm-hmm. when you see her with Max, Whew. you the pain was subtle, I'm assuming in the acting, but the pain I felt watching was really tangible. Yeah, like it was Luke went it, to it was dark brutal. Place.
0: He went to that dark lonely place. <laughs> yeah.
2: <it's>, ouch. <laughs>
0: But, you know, what a beautiful setup because he's serving coffee. He's being, you know, compassionate and friendly with those guys, out of character for him. He's in a kind of a vulnerable moment. What I didn't expect was he was taking specialty orders like, oh, you want cocoa? You want tea? Normally, mm-hmm. Luke says, you're going to get the coffee, shut up and drink it or I'm leaving, right? Even even in the midst of compassion, Right but he was so vulnerable. He said, Oh, let me take mm-hmm. care of you guys. And he was having a dad moment. He kind of regressed yeah. into the sort of younger version of himself where he's helping his dad out a little bit. I don't want to get too psychological here because I can't really. Um, but that was a perfect moment to hit him, hit him in the, you know, what's with the old Max Medina stick. You know what I mean? It was
2: rough. Yeah, it, it was, was actually rough to watch.
0: It was tough. Yeah. I, I loved, I love this episode. I really love this episode. Wow. And we have, no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. You were going to say something profound and yet again, I've stopped you. Go ahead.
2: First, before we break it all down, (laughs) we have something iconic about to happen.
0: Yes. We have, um, we have a very, 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 very special guest, uh, this week. And, uh, I don't know if I've ever been more excited to do a podcast because we're, we're not only interviewing a person, we're interviewing his hair. And if his hair could talk, we would want to talk to his hair. And I kind of have a feeling that Chase Penny, who played Rich and Rick Blumenfeld, <laughs> yeah. has the ability to get his hair to show up and talk to us, because that's who we're gonna talk to. And I'm that, I really hair, excited. Was, that, was that hair. hair
3: was that hair was luxurious. Yeah.
0: I got jealous. That I was, wanted that, that was to
3: run my fingers right. through his hair Sweet. through the TV I, screen. I'm like, that is some great Danielle, hair.
0: Yeah, I did too. I, I was reaching with her. I I mean it was just yes, reach for that hair. Listen, everybody, we've got Chase Penny here. He played uh uh Rich Blumenfeld in uh in this episode. Um, Love and Warren Snow, and he plays two characters on the Gilmore episodes between 2000 and 2003. The first time we see him is Rich Blumenfeld, Blumenfeld Lane's soulmate with dreamy hair, and as we can yeah. see, you still have the dreamy hair. And well, uh, yeah. he appeared as Rich Blumenfeld in season one, episode eight, which is what we're talking about. Second time we see him is in as a new 21-year-old party goer. So that was season three, episode nine, Keg Max, April 29, 2003. So so you've been working in the entertainment business for a long time. Tell us, first of all, how did they find you and your hair? How did casting find you?
4: jeez um i don't know i i always grow it out when i have the opportunity and then as work comes along and i cut it off so my agent who coincidentally is my wife now of 17 years would always send me out on these different type roles and basically that was one of them so i got sent out for it and they must have liked you know what they saw and you know it was I was the same age as uh, I believe the actress that played Lane and so you know 27 I think was playing a high schooler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah had the uh, golden locks and you know they casted me and you know definitely green as an actor back then. that was one of my first shows and yeah, went out and you know crapping my pants in regards to how the whole system worked and stuff and it was just funny mm-hmm. Run here with your trumpet kneel down and and wait for her to run her fingers through the hair.
0: There you go. There you go. So, have you always, I mean, ever since you were, uh, can you remember ever since you were a kid, have you always had the beautiful locks, the shock of hair? No. Have you always had that?
4: No, I was a gymnast growing up, so we always had yeah. to have it, you know, high and tight. And so that was always my dream growing up to, you know, have the Edward Van Halen hair and you no know, coach just wouldn't allow it. So we always had to have it not touching the collar. And that was kind of, you know, the, the tough part of doing gymnastics back then. So as soon as I got out to Hollywood, I'm like, I'm going to let this grow.
0: Wow. What and events, what what events were you in the gymnastics? That's interesting.
4: Uh, I was all around. Yeah. So I did all six events for, for uh, men's gymnastics wow. and was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to University of Illinois, Chicago. And after I graduated headed out to California to basically learn how to surf. And then we had a family friend that was in the entertainment business as Tom Cruise's stunt double. And he called me up after I graduated. And yeah, he said, move out to Hollywood and sleep on my couch. And you know, I'm never here. And so that's what I did back in 97.
0: I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a Tom Cruise vibe from you. You sound like him. You (laughs) look like him. You you could be his brother. It's wild. You could be his younger brother. Now I see it.
4: Wow. Yeah, it always changes. You know, I, n- I never met him. He was uh, I was too short to be his stunt double. So the guy, uh, my friend Keith Campbell, he was you know six foot, and Tom Cruise a stunt double. And you know, actors they always love having taller stunt guys to make them look bigger on on TV. So yeah, they always you know have uh, bigger people. And and fortunately, I couldn't get those uh stunt roles. So with my career, it's just kind of you know it, it bounced back and forth in regards to getting these, you know, stunt type roles and then started doing acting and then stunt coordinators would, would, uh, find me and they say, find a stunt double for this kid. And they're like, we, yeah. I know this guy, he can do his own stunts. Wow. So that's how it kind of, you know, panned out for me.
0: Can you do the, uh, the iron cross?
4: I used to be able to. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. How
0: do you Just train for them. that?
4: It, it's a job. Honestly, Scott, it's a job back then. Right. You know, you're, you're working six hours a day, right. you know, five days a week in the gym. And, you know, that was, that was the, uh, the life, but you know, back then that's what it took just like anything else. That's what it takes dedication and time and commitment. And then, you know, we see where the, the chips fall.
0: Um, Really fascinating. Wow. Good for you. Uh, yeah.
4: It's crazy. My story is crazy. You know,
0: did you have to do anything particular, uh, to have your hair be so quote unquote dreamy your hair has been dubbed dreamy in the show so it is or it was and it still is so did you have to do anything to it to get it that way
4: uh oh yeah lots of nutrients and you know just a cow's milk and sake (laughs) you rub it in yeah you just (laughs) rub it in right that's what
0: i did and it didn't work
4: i was i was young that's (laughs) that's what it was i remember though uh, when they when, when you know, they prepped me for the scene and everything, I think they had the, the hair rollers that, you know, that the, the old ladies used to get it that wavy. And I'm looking at this going, uh-huh. oh my God, what are they doing to right. to hair, you know? And so it was probably 20 minutes of preparation yeah. of hairspray and, and curls and, you know, more hairspray. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're in their That's hands. Hard. You just have to go with it, right? Um... Yeah, yeah. So what kind did when you were on the set shooting? Um, uh, and I think Alan Meyerson directed this episode. Uh, did did you get any direction on uh, on the scene?
4: I don't think so. No, no. They uh, it, what? The, I'm trying to remember the look that they wanted. You know, confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it it was a weird scene. You know as it was so just run in hit your mark kneel down right. pull out your instrument and then wait for the fingers to run through and then turn around and stare at you know stare at the camera and, and i think it was just just be confused why is this girl running her fingers through the hair? Right. so yeah i think that's um it, you know it took that direction as complicated as it was right. and
0: <laughs> now have She's you afraid. has that ever happened to you in your life do you, do people run their fingers through your hair was that a requirement for the audition and did you say listen this has happens to me all the time
4: Yeah uh no no never had never that never had that happen to me hmm. Um I'm, I'm trying to think the closest I came to it you know it is is my wife you know she she told me to get rid of my long hair
0: She told you she to get rid of it
4: Well, she sent me out for this uh, one audition with, um, it was a movie called The Hot Chick with Rob Schneider. And this is when we, you know, we're we're starting to become a a couple and everything. And for that role, my hair was still long, but they wanted really long because the joke in the movie was, you know, I get into this fight and he grabs my ponytail and they whip me around and rips it out. And so they put these hair extensions. And when we first started dating, we had to go to one of uh, her best friend's weddings and I had to show up with this. It was a mullet basically. And so that's, you know, that was her interpretation of listen, this isn't going to work with us if, you know, if if this has to continue Uh with your mullet style hair. So that's kind of what I'm doing now, you know, half my roles I get now are, are, Characteristic of you know dirt bags or drug dealers or or something like that. So I'm waiting for that role that come up where I can shave the sides and you know have the right. the the business up top and the party in the back. And what, what, what is different.
0: it? What just what is it about Rob Schneider and mullets that go together perfectly? Well, why I, I associate know, I think, Rob Schneider with mullets for some reason, and and maybe David Spade too. I mean, there's a lot of mullets going on in their their little comedy lives.
4: I mean Can you explain
0: that, Chase?
4: I I think it's just it's a it's a fashion statement, you know. <laughs> if you can if you can pull that off, I think it's just basically saying <laughs> I don't give a nobody you know,
0: can pull it nothing, off. <laughs>
4: anyway.
0: Maybe you could and you probably have. Um,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> um so that's that's really interesting. You know, I, I used to wear my hair uh very long. As long as I could yeah. wear it, as long as I could long hair has defined my youth uh, and and there's a reason for it. And, and I'm going to ask you, you know, my father used to cut my hair and mm-hmm. he used to get the thinning shears out and just cut and thin and thin because I had the biggest bushy, thick hair. And he yeah. just would thin it for an hour until I would cry, you know, and my sister mm-hmm. would be there looking at me like, dad, let him out of the bathroom. He doesn't want to get his hair yeah. thin anymore. So, I just grew, you know, I just went wild and grew my hair all the time. But uh, I am obviously not able to do that anymore. But did you have a a similar traumatic experience when you were growing up with with haircuts that made you want to grow your hair long?
4: Yeah, no, it was bowl cuts, you know, when I was younger. And then I finally hit that 13, 15 years old. And then all of a sudden it just went crazy wavy. And it was, uh, it was terrible. You know, I, I always looked young when I was growing up. So I looked like I was probably 10 years old as a senior in high school. And that was, you know, when I started the gymnastics career. So it was constantly short. And then I, um, you know, fell in love with Eddie Van Halen his, you know, guitar playing and, and just seeing the photographs of him. I'm like, that's exactly how I want my hair to look. And so, just kept trying to grow it out and it never happened because huh. of the gymnastics. And then, you know, as you go through your career with that, it's it's short all the time. So it was always the number number two, you know, blade on the uh, wall clippers. And uh, we all used to cut our own hair because it's just easy just to, you know, shave it off and never had to deal with it. We're talking hair. Yeah.
0: We're seriously talking hair, aren't we? It's, it's, like, it's a great subject. I never realized what a fun topic it was.
4: Yeah, I was curious to see how this conversation would go. <laughs> so, <right.
0: laughs> okay. So, so Chase, how did you, because it's like a Kirk, you know, it's a Kirk Mick thing, right? Where, where Sean Gunn had two different names. Uh, yeah. And they, they, mm-hmm. he, they settled on Kirk, but in the beginning it was Mick. So you, you started off as rich and then became Rick. What's that about? How did that happen?
4: I, I think, um, to be honest, I think, uh, casting, I, I frequently changed my look. And so I think casting just kind of, you know, I showed up as a different guys, a little bit older, I think for this, the second, the keg max episode, I had this kind of weak mustache. And so, what I think happened is I went into casting and they, you know, it was a couple of years since we for, you know, filmed that first episode. And so they probably forgot who I was and they just needed somebody to, you know, play that ridiculous role, Um, which was my favorite on that show. And so I don't think anybody ever caught it. And then probably wasn't until afterwards. They're like, wait a minute, Rick, Rich, uh, you know, screw it. Give them the same last name. I don't think anybody will, you know, notice, but And, you know, you can't tell it was, you know, with that, the one we're talking about now with that golden locks. And if you, you know, get to the other episode, you'll see it was parted in the middle and straight down the side Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the the mustache and just kind of, that was the start of my kind of dirtbag roles, if you will, of playing those, you know, odd characters of, of, you know, that, that, that type of, you know, roles.
0: It's just acting. We know that now. Yeah. Just talking to you. Yeah. You seem like a really good guy. You're not one of those guys. Um, what? <laughs> how many takes did did you have to do? So, for the perfect take, how many takes did Keiko and you have to do?
4: For, oh geez, I think she nailed it on the first one. First you one. know. Yeah, being the professional that it is, and they had all the, uh, if I recall, it was this, you know, the the dishwasher detergent snow that was coming down, and mm-hmm. so they didn't. You know, clumping in there, and yeah, she banged it out in in one take, two, if anything. You know, we all hit our marks. I was in my pants because it was one of my first jobs, and you know, on a major show like that, so I'm like, please, just don't screw this up. Don't give a weird, you know, look. So yeah, it was you know one of those things that everybody just knew what they were doing, and and uh but if
0: you did, they they would have come on set and wiped it off. They would have taken care. Of yeah, it. that's their job. They because they're always looking at the monitors. To, yeah. to check the actors' looks. I mean, wardrobe and hair and everybody, they're, you know, and makeup, they're looking. Wouldn't have been your yeah, fault. I didn't
4: want to be known as the guy that, you know, like, oh, my God, he had a huge booger hanging out of his nose or something. So, <laughs> you know, it's tough as a young actor and being super green and, and you know, not knowing the, the protocol and what to expect. So, you know, growing up at that time and just keep your mouth shut and observe and watch and, and see how things are done. So it was yeah. a great... You know, I was fortunate enough to, to have that as one of my first roles. By the way,
0: we, we, we felt that way every day on set. Yeah. <laughs> Same way. Yeah. Just keep your mouth shut. Yep.
4: <laughs> I hope you don't yeah. get
0: fired. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I know, right? <laughs> uh, Hey, Chase, how was it wearing all that band gear? Was it, was it hot? Uh, was it a hot night?
4: No, it was uh, – yeah, it was cool. I don't remember, uh, you know, sweating or being – out of breath running into the scene or anything so it's you know it's it's interesting it just it kind of takes over at that point you know Uh run there land on your mark wait turn look and you know I think the nerves just kind of take over so that's that was probably half of the expression on my face too was you know turning around and having that confused look and you know figuring out but Yeah, there was. Isn't it amazing,
0: all that preparation, you know, for one little scene that lasted a couple of seconds and you were in there hours early and then you probably had to sit around in your in your little room for hours and hours and hours until they called you onto the set. Right. And then Mm -hmm. you finally get there and you rehearse it and it takes forever. And then you do the turn and the thing and it's and it's really is nerve wracking, but it's exciting. You must have been yeah. very excited, but th- did you have to wait a long, long time? Was that day, that was a long day for you, right? You probably, oh, yeah. you, you were probably there uh, in the afternoon and we didn't shoot it till probably late at night. I remember it was, it went yeah. into the night. Yeah. Pretty late.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole day sitting in, you know, costume and just waiting, turn it yeah. go over. I mean, didn't have any lines that, you know, for me, the, those are always the toughest ones. You don't have to say anything, but it's all the look, you right. know, and it's a close up. So, right. you know, there was never, don't screw this up, but that's you know I'm sure as you know constantly going through your head of of you know how to play this this small sure, you know sure. character role. Hey, you drive and, yeah, drive yourself
0: crazy with it. You drive yourself. Yeah. So listen, yeah. we're gonna do something called rapid fire. Are you ready for rapid fire, Chase?
4: Sure. Oh. What it, it was rapid fire. You're gonna find out.
0: <laughs> You're gonna answer questions as fast as you can. You ready? All right. All right. Here we go. How do you take your coffee? Black. Can you smell snow? No. Are you team Logan, team Jess, or team Dean?
4: Team Logan, team Jess, or team... Dean. 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 Oh, jeez. Dean. Okay. Uh, Who's the daddy? (laughs) I am always the
0: daddy.
4: (laughs) Take it easy. Nice.
0: You are always the daddy. All right. Wow. That's going to be a moment. There you go, buddy. That was the best day. We've had some good answers on that one. That was pretty good. Uh, uh, best memory of Gilmore girls.
4: Uh, uh, being called back to, to, you know, play a, a second character on the show.
0: And that was a good phone call. Sure. Sure. Uh, show uh, show you're binge watching right now
4: oh gosh uh not a show i'm watching the euro cup right now okay. yeah that's so i guess you could call that binge watching right right
0: uh cast member you texted most recently
4: Jeez. Mm, um on the show gilmore girls cast member yeah hmm uh I mean, I, I text with uh, my buddies and on Chicago Fire. I haven't talked to anybody from Gilmore Girls.
0: Right. So. Hey, hey, you're honest. Uh, well, you were there for a fleeting moment. Um,
4: yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm. It's funny. I don't think anybody remember me. Chase who? Well, yeah. no,
0: it's Chase Penny. And listen, it's been a pleasure catching up with you, talking to you. Um, uh, it was a lot of fun. You still have fantastic hair. Congratulations. We're all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and and listen, good luck with everything, okay? And uh Very hopefully much. we'll talk soon, okay?
4: Yeah, are you going through each episode?
0: We are, yeah. Every single episode in detail. We are, we are, yes. I hope to talk We found you to yeah. be the most interesting aspect of that episode. We had to have well, a thank
4: you. I appreciate all it. All right, take care.
0: God bless. Yeah. All right man. Much love. All right. Cheers. Bye. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund with a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes but everybody loves getting a refund and when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straight talk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer, Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and route metrics. 1H 2023, 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts, four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart plus membership requires active service on straight talk gold or platinum unlimited plans. One offer per eligible straight talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at nine on ID and stream on max. Hi, we're brought to you today by Ikea. No matter if you live in a three bedroom house or a tiny apartment, we all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is Ikea has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape and for any budget. So you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit Ikea to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess. So Ikea makes storage affordable.
5: If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65%. Because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit.
0: Okay, everybody, we're back from break.
2: How great was Chase Penny? He was fun, wasn't he? He was so nice. You know what's crazy about his character that never spoke is the entire episode. He's basically a through line to the entire episode, and he never spoke.
0: Didn't have to pay him very much if you don't speak. (laughs) That's how, you know, you got to get creative over there at the WB.
2: Do you get special hair pay?
0: Uh... But they should have. They should have. They should have gotten him some kind of hair bonus. If it didn't exist, they should have created for him for that head of hair.
3: At least a Pantene commercial, something. like something. <laughs> Come on. Okay, and Riley uh,
0: is going to give the synopsis of the episode. Go ahead, Riley. We're waiting with bated breath. We can't wait. Riley is going to give us a synopsis of the episode. Here we go, Riley. You are on. In five, four, three, two, one, go.
6: Episode eight, Love and War and Snow, air date December 14th, 2000. The first snowfall prompts Lorelai and Max's first date while Rory is stuck in Hartford with Richard and Emily. Lane is upset with Rory for being distracted with Chilton and Dean. What
2: do we think about the fact that Lane goes to Lorelai with this major sort of teen dramatic, you know, situation? She's
0: losing her friend. She's freaking out. She's losing her friend, and and it, and she's so open and honest about it. She's, I mean, what does she have without Rory and Lorelai? She's got her mother, and you know that lifestyle. Um, yeah,
2: I love. I loved the scene where she. First of all, she catches. I'm sorry to hurt you with this, but she catches Max and Lorelai fully making out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that Lorelai stops everything for Lane. Yeah. You know, that she's like, she's, I need to go talk to her.
0: She's a second daughter. And I think that's how, I, I think that's how Lorelai sees her too. Yeah. Like she needs me. Like that's how my mom was with the neighborhood kids. Cause they'd come over and talk to her. Cause they needed her, especially one of my best friends. Uh, he would come over all the time because he really needed my mom. You know? So, and I think, I think Lorelai was like that too, to Lane.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that lane feels comfortable to tell her this embarrassing story and that lorelei just handles it in the perfect lorelei way mm-hmm. and it's just like this relief for lane
0: yeah this is where you really see the strength of lorelei that's the strength of the characters that is that mom that that soothing understanding compassionate mom and that's the scene that moved me the most, and for me, defines the character the, the best. You know, despite all the the, the verbiage and the wackiness and the, all the comedy, that right there grounds that character beautifully.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: makes it very, very. Makes her very appealing. Very, very appealing. Yeah, I mean, a real rock. Yes, you know, the strength, the strength of of Lorelei Gilmore comes through in in that brief scene. Beautiful scene.
2: Yeah. And she's so cool. That's what my takeaway is, is like, this chick is so cool and unflappable. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's cool. I'm making, she's making out. It's all good. I got to go in. I got to help Lane. There's no embarrassment. There's no, like, she doesn't, she just makes Lane feel better. Like the
0: perfect cool mom. Well, after what she's been through, what her parents had done to her and continue to do to her because she didn't follow their prescribed path for her life and didn't even bother to ask her if she wanted to go along with it. Um, She's not going to put anybody else through that. She's going to be that much more compassionate and open and listen.
3: It went full circle at the end of the episode, too, when um, Lorelai puts her hands through Max Medina's hair. And I thought that was a really cute moment.
2: Oh, I know. I know, Scott. I'm so sorry, but Max is so awesomely hot in this episode. I got to tell you, I enjoyed
0: watching that. I wasn't so triggered watching it. I I, I got swept up in it. That's how good those two are and how... I I just... I was like, yeah, that's great, you know? And then I just...
2: (laughs) And then when she put the hand through there, I was like, don't touch it. How about when she's listening to the answering machine message and yes it was an answering machine message just over and over and over like everybody with a crush does
0: jesus i'm tr- you know what i'm trying to put myself in you know if i put myself in rory's situation right um let's say i'm 16 and it's me and my dad right and then i wake up one morning and uh, my science teacher is asleep on the couch mrs steckler <laughs> like dad what's happening here i have to go do a test with her (laughs) a little in 20 minutes what are you doing What what are you trying to ruin my life i couldn't walk the halls of the school you know i mean it's tough i mean listen that's the reality of it that's the suspension of disbelief that's the actor's job that's the writer's job suspend the disbelief of the audience so that they buy into it it's just for me it's hard that's hard. I mean, there's Max Medina on the couch and Rory walks in, they're both staring at him. So I don't know. I don't know. That's tough for me. That's tough.
2: For yeah. Me. Yeah. It, I know. It, and what's so sort of the juxtaposition of how much you starting to love Lorelai with Max. hmm and then at the same time you're like, oh god, I forgot how cringy and awful this is. As Rory's in the kitchen <laughs> freaking out, like, oh, uh, he's on the couch, oh, the teacher, will. and so you're like, oh my daughter. god, oh my god. Just as you're like, hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes for Max and Lorelei, then you're kind of like, oh no, like, oh god, I forgot. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds, though? Can we go backwards that his car broke down in Stars Hollow? Come on, like
0: really? Come on. <sighs>
2: And that she bumped into him. Uh, I mean, I loved
0: it, but uh, like. I, I mean, don't know. That's, a, t- that's a tough pill to swallow right there.
2: <laughs> I know. Just <laughs> mysteriously, his oh, old Mustang oh. broke down right in Stars Hollow oh. at the garage. Lorelai's walking by. In I'm the not going to say no, You
0: know, but. but I, you know, look, I, I, the reason I went along with it is because I, I love snow too. I love snow as much as she does. And uh, yes, it's, she was right. It's, and one of the funniest moments was when she was waxing poetic at the dragonfly by herself and the camera moved in on her about snow and oh, it softens, everything softens. And then the phone comes in and said, and Yannick says, it's your mother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, what we haven't even talked about yet is the epic opening scene of this episode with our first town meeting. I laughed my ass off at that they are eating their hot dogs and their sodas, but and you just see Luke. It's like a ball game. Yeah, freak it out, exactly. and then you just explode. Oh yeah, where's your the puffer green puffer?
3: Yeah, where's your still. puffer
2: vest? We got you. Oh my god, it's right here. Oh, put I, it I on. Need a, I just need you to calm down. <laughs> so, opening scene, uh, Luke. Look at that. Now. I prefer when you have the flannel buttoned, to, as opposed to the t-shirt with the open flannel. Do
0: you know how hot it is in that that town hall meeting tent? There's not a chance that you prefer. Oh, you know, I prefer to live through the day. That's what I prefer. Well, you were
2: wearing a puffer too. You must have been sweating.
0: No, you think? Yeah, everybody <laughs> was in there spitzing, man. Everybody. In okay. There.
2: Now Scott has on the
0: Luke puffer. And this is the that actual Luke puffer. This is the, this is the one. Huh? I feel, I, I feel like I want to, I want to pop a Taylor right now. I wanna...
2: Can you remember shooting the first town meeting? Cause
0: that was the first one. I do kind of remember. I, I do remember that because I was having such uh gesticulations with, uh, uh, you know, I, I really physicalized what I was hearing from Taylor and then, you know, cause you got to set up the blow up, but I enjoyed that scene. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be I'm very honest with critique of my own actor acting, but I, I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty good. I thought I nailed that. The whole, I mean, the
2: whole scene to open the episode with, I mean, you are, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but suddenly that scene is going and you are just, pumped up you're like yes i am in <laughs> the guy calls me a communist i understand but rory and Lorelai with their hot dogs oh
0: that was good
2: doing the play-by-play of you go. just freaking out
3: and freaking out, here's a three two
0: from gilmore and he's <laughs> high highball four yeah.
3: <laughs> i'm really excited that you love this scene so much because we're going to reenact it in this episode oh, we, oh, with right, the good. fan it's good it's a good scene <laughs> Yeah. So but good. I think, but the best
0: thing about that scene was the, the cutaways, the cut twos Lauren and Alexis. Their reaction their reactions were, were genius. I know they you you've told
2: us those scenes took a long time to uh, shoot, obviously, day. because there's so many people in all there. All
0: day. All day. They take all day.
2: Like eight hours, ten hours, oh, twelve hours? We're
0: talking fourteen.
2: Wow. Sometimes
0: sixteen hours. Yeah, you're there all day. It's hot as all get out in there they they're they're pumping in you know they have these huge tubes they're pumping in air conditioning but the generators always break down and then then it gets you know it goes up above 100 degrees you're you're on the back lot at warner brothers in the summertime
2: oh yeah in burbank
0: california in the valley and it's 110 out there and you're in it you're tented (laughs) you're inside of a tent with that pound
2: it's all down. worth it because that those scenes are some of the best
3: of the whole show and this one without question
2: oh my god well should we reenact it
3: now let's do it all right no let's do it let's bring in chelsea she um is one of our listeners and she's super mm-hmm. excited to reenact a scene so let's bring her in
7: hi welcome <laughs> thank you how did you, so how
0: did you end up on this podcast What's that? How did you end up on this podcast? Did you, did you email in cause yes. you wanted to be in the scene? Um, I don't
7: know. I just saw the thing on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to respond to this. And I of course didn't think I'd ever get picked, but
0: then do. I did. Now, <laughs> so what, here I have, where, where, where are you calling in from?
7: Uh, from Michigan.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're ready to take a whack at this thing. Do you have any prior I, acting experience? Please <laughs> divulge no. this information. We don't want to be embarrassed.
7: No, not at all. I'm actually a terrible actress, but
3: that's okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm sh- excited.
0: I'm sure you'll do fine. All right. All right. So all
3: Chelsea, you have the first line. Are you ready for this? I, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. I
7: have my script right here.
0: Okay, let's pretend like we're on set. And uh lighting set, everybody set, and action.
7: I would like to now move on to something of even greater importance. As you all know, this coming Friday is an anniversary of the legendary battle of Stars Hollow.
6: Where's Luke?
0: Wow. There. All right, let's start over. I'm sorry, I'm gonna to have to say cut. Yeah, let's yeah, uh, Riley. let's tighten up our cues there. You gotta jump on the cues. <laughs> Thank it, you. It. Thank you, Riley. All right, sorry about that, Chelsea. Uh, okay. uh, let's take two. Everybody okay. quiet on set. Let's clear, clear eye lines and action.
7: I would like to now move on to something of even greater importance. As you all know, this coming Friday is the anniversary of the legendary Battle of Stars Hollow. Where's Luke? There. Patty will be circulating a sign-up sheet for those of you who would like to participate in the reenactment of For Said Battle.
3: He's turning red.
7: All right, it was a frigid November night some 224 years ago. He's shifting in his seat. A brave Hollow militia stood in wait for the redcoats.
3: He's adjusting his cap.
7: Tired and hungry, 12 proud men took their positions in the town square. He's fighting the urge, he's fighting the urge. Leaving they're fighting in a
3: valiant effort.
0: For God's sake, do we have to go through this every damn year?
3: And the urge wins thy a long I shot. thought
0: we were here to discuss town issues.
3: Excuse me, who's talking? It's
0: me, Harry, Luke. You've known me since I was five years old.
7: Oh, Luke, yes, sit down. Now, as I was saying, 12 heroic men assembled with guns drawn, ready to meet their maker. What are you
0: talking about? 12 guys stood in a row all night. Waiting for the redcoat Who never showed. Now, just a minute. The 12 guys stood in a row all night waiting for an enemy that, that neither showed. They got stood up. So you, sh- you should have been wearing prom dresses.
6: I've had about enough of this.
0: Sit down, Taylor. Menace. Suck up.
6: Five bucks says somebody ends up in a headlock.
0: You're on. Have you ever considered the fact that you're glorifying a war we fought so we could l- keep land that we stole?
7: If you don't like it here in America, why don't you go stand in line for toilet paper in the USSR? There
0: is no more USSR, Harry.
3: A
6: sense of community is so important, isn't it?
3: It's what made our country great. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. Wow.
0: (laughs) I'm back, baby. I'm back. (laughs) Chelsea, you did great.
7: Oh, thank you.
0: Was that fun? Was that fun? That
7: was very fun. Yeah? Yeah. I can't. I still can't believe I'm talking to Scott Patterson.
0: Where is this he? Is, so is cool. he here? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's exciting. Wow. Who's that?
2: It, it is very exciting. Is Kelsey, do you have a, a great Gilmore question before? Oh, we that's go. a lot of pressure. Um, Anything you want
7: to ask? This is jumping way ahead, but how did you, Scott, as the actor who played Luke, feel about when Lorelai get married in the seventh season?
0: Oh, I didn't really care.
7: You didn't care. Yeah, I no. wasn't
0: on set that day, so. so. <laughs> I mean, at, so that p- at that point, I knew that that nothing and no one could come between us in a real yeah. long term sense, and I, you know, that may change over time. I I have no idea, but I always felt like people do this team Luke thing, and and I just don't. Mm-hmm. That that's a construct from the media. Yeah. Um, and I just never saw it as a team. I never saw it as a competition because there just isn't any competition. I mean, it's just like right. Luke and Lorelai are like, you know, salt and pepper. And
7: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah it's, it's just as natural as a night and day. And it's, it's it, there was no. Uh, so the team Luke thing, I appreciate it. But for me, it was never like a team. Yeah. It's like, it's, it. it's just Luke. Yeah. It's just I think
7: Luke. you're right. Lorelai were just meant to be together from too. the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Sorry if that was a spoiler for someone who hasn't seen that far yet. And Chelsea, who
2: do you like for Rory?
7: Um, I was always team Dean. I just, uh, again, the first three seasons are like my favorite. So
0: really?
7: I just love her first relationship with Dean, but I I don't necessarily think he's meant for her, but he's probably my favorite out of her boyfriends. So
0: wait a minute. You weren't, Chelsea, I have some questions for you now. Okay. Yeah. All right. You just okay. open up a can of worms for me. All right. So he meant his attitude in the last episode in, in kiss mm-hmm. and tell he kisses her in the grocery yeah. store. He <laughs> gets invited to movie night. He mentions, uh, boogie nights
4: uh-huh.
0: to Rory. Did he, did he say it to Rory? Did you say it to, no, he said it to Rory. I think so. Yeah. And then he was, uh, when I, uh, thought was a little bit disrespectful with Lorelai when he's when, after she gave him the speech, like, don't hurt my kid and,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know, don't knock her up or else you're going to have the whole town to deal with, you know, the Don Corleone kind of threat. And uh he said that now, is it my turn to speak? And I just thought, boy, this kid, it's, it's like too much from, he was out for me at that moment. It's yeah. like, that's, he's done. So you forgive See, him for that. And my my own I wife do. tells me I'm overreacting. <laughs> what what do you think?
7: I I think a little bit. I think you're just a little bit protective of Rory in yeah. this situation. Um, but I get it. Uh but I don't think he was out of line, even not even with the kiss. I think he was just confident and he was going for it. And and I mean, with him saying, Is it my turn to talk to Lorelai? I mean, she kind of did like really put the screws to him there. And I I feel like he to kind of
0: defend himself. But she felt what I felt like this kid could be trouble. He's a little confident. He's a little cocky. I want to err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. Not make a mistake and yeah. let a kid like that in. Because it's just like if you're 95% sure he's a good kid, that other 5% can come up, and bite you, and you know what? Yeah.
7: I, get it. I think you maybe might change
2: your mind on Dean
0: though, so once you keep watching. Huh. I, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Am I the only person that loves Logan so much? Like I yes. love him so
0: much. Yes. You're, the only, I, you're the only person.
7: I think Logan gets a little bit more hate than he deserves, but I, out of her boyfriends, he's definitely not my favorite.
0: I think Logan loves Logan the way you love Logan. So I, think there's <laughs> I don't even know really if love I love
2: Logan. Logan or if I love Matt. Like I don't know who I love, but I love them both. Logan, I, I, I and just, Matt.
0: you know what, you know what bugs me is like, hey, Ace.
2: Oh, yes. God, I love that.
0: You I love
7: know.
2: that. Ace, oh. her name is Rory. My mom always loved that he called her Ace, too. Oh, oh God, it's so cute know. and charming. Oh, my God, I love him so much. I often Google Matt Zucchary shirtless. I do. <laughs> I do. Anyway, Chelsea, you rock. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We'll have you on again soon. Oh, I it. <laughs> Another was scene.
7: I, I couldn't believe I got picked. I was like, oh, wow. that's I never expected that. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You're
0: now in line to be nominated for an online acting <laughs> award. <laughs> yeah.
7: we'll, we'll, have have our, we'll have our I Am All In awards at
2: the uh, <laughs> end of the season. That sounds <laughs> great.
0: You, you could get an I Am All In.
3: Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. Have Thank a good day. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Thank good talking so to you. Bye, Chelsea. Bye. Bye. So
2: I didn't see it, but I heard the clown pillow returns and I need to know because I'm gonna have to go back and find it.
3: Where was it? Oh, it's there. It's a partial pillow, but it's there. She is sitting on the couch listening to the voicemail and it's propped up right behind her. Yep.
2: What? Oh my Mm -hmm. god, I think I was so taken in into the voicemail
3: because I loved it. Rewatch the first, you know, ten minutes of the show. You'll see it. Did you see it?
2: No,
0: no, I didn't see it. I was too busy covering my ears and my eyes. (laughs) I was like, hear no evil, see no evil, talk no evil, all of that. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund with a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get yourself a brand-new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on straight talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight talk unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much. You'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand-new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to straight talk today. Find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a straight-talk extended silver Unlimited plan to qualify. limit of five phones per customer straight-talk utilizes the network with the most first-place rankings and route metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement, family plan discounts, four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with autopay discounts, Walmart plus membership requires active service on straight talk, gold or platinum unlimited plans. One offer per eligible straight talk account, standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Hi, we're brought to you today by IKEA. No matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment, we all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is IKEA has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under-bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape and for any budget, so you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit IKEA to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable.
6: I'm Riley, and this is Pop Culture. So our first one, Lorelai nods to Lane and says, Sgt. Pepper. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is the Beatles' eighth album released June 1, 1967. The title came from the Salt and Pepper packets on Paul McCartney's airplane.
0: Did not know that. I that's, did not know that, that either. That is an obscure factoid.
6: <laughs> so, so obscure. Very no. interesting.
0: Very interesting.
6: <laughs> the song, A Day in the Life, contains a high-pitched tone that is inaudible to humans but can be heard by dogs.
2: Hmm. Also totally weird. Just very weird. What?
6: Lorelai says, I'm making a point, Mouthy McGee. Gil Thorpe is a sports-focused comma strip, which has been published in the newspaper since September 8th, 1958. Three
0: days later, I was born.
6: It's a good birthday gift.
0: <laughs> for <who? The> strip- <laughs> For me or for Gil?
6: <laughs> for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> the strip details the everyday life of Gil Thorpe, the athletic director of Milford High School. Over the course of his 38 years, the creator broke ground with many of his stories, often detailing the sensitive social issues of the time. Gil Thorpe is also the name of Phil Dunphy's business rival on the hit show Modern Family.
0: I, aud- I auditioned for Modern Family. I auditioned you for that did. show. Yeah, I did. For Gil? Uh, who's the lead guy? Phil Dunphy? Yeah, I, I, that was the guy. Yeah. The dad? Yeah, the dad. I, I auditioned for the dad, yeah. How fun. Yeah. I just, you know, you get a feeling from the material, whether you're going to be right for that or not. And I never felt like I was right for it. And justifiably, I didn't get the role. <laughs> you <laughs> kind of feel it during the reading too. And they're like producers are just sort of looking at you like, nah, not him. <laughs> when I went in for G- the R- Gilmore role, it just all felt right. It all felt friendly and natural and real and fun. And, that happens, but and you still don't get the role. But it's um, I don't know that one felt particularly good. But the, I I remember the Modern Family role. It was over at Fox, and uh, it just didn't. It just never felt right.
3: That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is from Lorelai. She says, "Well, uh, gee, Mom, I don't know. Let me see. Black eyes, treacherous roads. I'll put on my red, white, and blue leotard, grab my golden lasso, and fly the invisible plane on over." I love it. So good. I Obviously a reference it. to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman first emerged in 1941. She was the first mainstream female superhero ever and was played by the iconic Linda Carter in the 70s.
0: Linda Carter. We we have to get her on the show. Get her, Let's get her. Oh, my
3: God. I love her so much. Yeah. She's like my my icon, I love her.
2: I have a Wonder Woman poster in my bathroom.
3: Linda Carter has a cameo as Asteria in Wonder Woman 1984 as a nod to Gal Gadot's portrayal of Wonder Woman. It was kind of like a passing of the torch type of thing.
2: Here's what I love about this reference in Gilmore. It totally worked 20 years ago because I love Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. And it's just something that Lorelai would totally say. And now, 20 years later, it, it's even more effective because Wonder Woman has had such a resurgence with the new movies that it's like, oh, my God. It's just so epic. It's just such a great, great reference with the invisible plane. I mean, she could have, I don't know, bulletproof bracelets. It's Linda Carter. Bracelets.
0: That's all you have to say. Lin- I know. It's Linda Carter. I know. Just, it's a mic drop.
2: Do yourself a favor and mm-hmm. watch the 70s Wonder yes. Woman's. It's do yourself a favor. Oh, and yeah. if you like fashion, ugh, season two, she's so 70s and it's just epic. Richard says you also knew that you wanted to marry Errol Flynn. Mm. He
1: yeah.
6: was known for his romantic roles, frequent partnerships with Olivia de Havilland, and had a reputation for being a womanizer.
2: Mm-hmm. No.
6: Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> scandalous. And Errol's parties at Moholland Farm were legendary. They were known to feature live dance bands, nude divers fencing exhibits and plenty of girls
2: i love the nude divers. oh no <laughs> nude
0: divers
6: that makes me sort of gag
0: <laughs> i think that was the point of Earl flynn's <laughs> parties
6: well being a womanizer
0: i think he would have done very well in today's hollywood wouldn't you oh,
3: yeah. Those parties. yeah yeah he'd yeah. do great he'd do great okay so our last one is from rory you like jane austen i knew you would Jane Austen was born in 1775 because the world of writing was a man's world at the time. Jane Austen's novels were published anonymously. Jane began writing when she was just 12 years old and wrote a total of six novels, including titles such as Pride and Prejudice, Emma, and Mansfield Park. Jane Austen died in 1817 at the age of 41 years old.
0: In a nude diving accident. <laughs> no, I. that's... Completely wrong and disrespectful. My apologies. I want to apologize to all you Jane Austen fans. I was not besmirching the memory or the image of a nude diving novelist.
2: More importantly, sure. I'd like to give my favorite line. Oh, really? It was good once we took the foie gras off. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That was
0: good.
3: The whole pizza making. Oh, thing I have was- a. My lines from that, from that scene, too. No, what's so yours? My favorite line's from Emily Gilmore when she goes, Rory, the oven is buzzing.
4: not <laughs> know what to do. It's so good.
3: I love when Rory's like,
2: you wouldn't by a- chance know where the cookie sheets are. It's like, nope. No. <laughs> my
6: favorite line was, I'm sorry, that must be my other daughter, Shmory.
2: <laughs> and Scott, you take uh-huh. us home.
0: You know, I the the biggest laugh I got out of the whole thing, and there were many. There was oh, there's always like twenty or twenty five big laughs for me in this show. Um, and again, this show was magic. It was absolute magic. But my absolute favorite moment was when Richard said he was. They were at the dinner table, and I don't know what Emily said, but he said, "Hmm, potato, potato." It,
2: <laughs> this sort yes, of, I also know And I was like, that. God. I did. The whole pizza thing was the whole pizza awesome. thing was
0: great, but it so defined his character, and it was such a contrast to what they were eating and his, you know, his his pedigree. It was it was just really funny to me. So it's how he deflects her kind of Emily's kind of craziness, you know. And I, I, I he's very he's, good at it. He's yeah, very good he's at managing just, her somehow, and sort of
2: he steals every moment. I that he's, think so. he's just really like great. he is such a genius. Yeah, he was great.
0: He was great. So that was my my favorite moment.
2: Loving Warren
3: Snow. You know, Loving Warren love and Snow. Warren such Snow. a good episode.
0: It really was.
3: The next episode is Rory's Dance. I'm excited for this one.
0: Rory's Dance.
3: I can't remember
2: it, so I'm pretty excited to like find
3: out.
0: I, I have a
1: feeling
2: about. there's Tristan. Something in my gut Tristan. is telling me, watch out for Tristan. You
0: know you like me. Stop fighting it. Yeah. What's the matter, Mary? <laughs> So, is that my? I see my trusted invitation? <laughs> uh, how you doing, Mary? how would you get so hot under the collar? Why? What you want me? <laughs> yeah, you know you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. We gotta. We gotta do a. We gotta promote a. What? What's the name of the town? It's in
2: unksville Uncasville. If Un- you want to meet Scott, here's yeah. how. I'll be the announcer. Hold on. Let me do it. I'll do okay, the. Go do the
0: announcey thing.
2: Are you sitting at home this summer wondering how you can possibly meet Scott Patterson? Yeah, I am. Is that what you're wondering? Is that what you're longing for? Oh yeah. Uncasville, they are. Connecticut is the place that we can make this happen at the Mohegan Sun Casino. Uh, Take it away, Scott.
0: Terrificon. Terrificon Convention. I will be there. And I want to meet everybody. And I love Connecticut. The 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 the, the, the highways are wonderful. They have ridden motorcycles through your state, and I've stayed in your state. I love your state. I've been looking at houses in your state all over the coastline and uh i want to move there
2: it's just a short jaunt from stars hollow
0: right it is uncasville connecticut july 30 through august 1 at the terrific con convention come on down there we're going to do a uh panel on sunday that's going to be a podcast um mm-hmm. i am all in podcast sunday uh i guess that's august 1st sunday
2: yeah and people can get more information on our instagram your Instagram or Ticketmaster.
0: Yeah, so come on out. Uh, I want to see everybody. I want to meet everybody, and it'll we'll have a, we'll have a fun podcast live live event podcast with Sean Gunn and other special guests. It's going to be the
2: Mohegan Sun is pretty iconic. Too. People like a trip to the Mohegan. Sun. What a what a can we gamble there? Yeah, I think so. They it's a gambling? casino, dude. Oh, God. The yeah. Mohegan Sun Casino? I yeah. think so. Yeah, we're going to But you can't gamble there. Well, gonna <laughs> right. Gamble. Why would they call it casino? That's like, a, I feel like we're in Gilmore Girls right now. <sighs> it seems like a scene. We just acted our own scene. You don't
3: <laughs> You don't have to
0: gamble. Right?
2: I mean, they don't like, make you, they but like, kick you out probably you a deck of cards around.
0: All right, guys. Ciao, <laughs> ciao. Ciao, Bella. Rory's
2: dance. Rory's dance. Watch Rory's dance.
0: Watch Rory's dance, everybody.
1: Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford a mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable.
0: You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount.
6: Hey Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool.